Welcome in to The Wrap, everyone. Tom Azaway and company here on NRM Streamcast, live in the Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios, right here in Farmington Hills. Clarence Black, to my right. I got that coronavirus voice. No, man, you got it. Yeah. You sounded like that the other day. I was going to say something. I sound like Alan Iverson. You do. Like, you know, I'm it's practice. Like Larry Brown, man. It's practice. You know, it's practice. What are we talking about, man? It's practice. What are we talking about? Practice. Brendan Sennett's cheese is so red. Brendan Sennett's in the house. Coronavirus. You got Corona going. You got Corona all in I had a face. Corona at uh, happy hour last night Did on you? the way home. Hey, man. Thanks for cold. coming Thanks for coming in today. I want, I'm going to buy the stock low because all these idiots out there think that's what causes it. Hey. What a strange world. Why don't you tell us where you're coming from, by the way? Tell us about your friends over at Malice. Uh, yeah, I'm brought to you by Malice HR, Integrated Staffing <laughs> Solutions, uh, Troy, Michigan. If you know any journeyman electrician... Looking for work in Metro Detroit. How about journeyman broadcasters? Uh, Can they help hook me up? Maybe. Uh, give us a call. 248-720-2500. You know we should have, Matt. We should start Evil Radio. You can have Malice HR. You can have Evil Radio. That's a great name, by it's the way. It's great. It's the best name ever. I went, I went and saw Brendan and his digs uh, the other day, and, and he introduced me to every single person in the place. Great place. Great looking offices. Wonderful people there. Uh, and we're looking forward to... Uh, Doing things with them in the future here. At You're looking for work in town, skilled tradesmen, um, manufacturing, white collar jobs, blue collar jobs. We can help you. And let me tell you. Should something. we ask for Brendan? Let me tell you a little something about the accounts receivable department here at Malice. <laughs> you don't pay us, there's a problem. You understand? Malice HR. You don't want to know why. So just pay us when you owe us. Hey, just well, saying. we should get uh, Polly Walnuts to be the spokesman or something. <laughs> hey, welcome in, folks, and we're gonna. There's a lot to talk about in this in this episode, and we don't have a, a ton of time, but we're going to get it all out to you. A-Rod speaking out against the Astros players. Yes, Alex Rodriguez, one of the most hated humans in sports history, now a rebuilt A-Rod. And we're going to talk about him. And how about Spike Lee? The man has spent $10 million plus of his own money on Knicks tickets. Over a 30-year career. Over 28, 30 yeah. years here. And now he goes in the same door every time. Now Jimmy Dolan and the Knicks brass telling him, you can't come in in the employee entrance. You have to go in the other entrance, the VIP, or you can come in with the regular folks off the subway uh, at Penn Station. But you can't come in the employee entrance. So he is now sitting out the rest of this season, and I don't know where this is going to go, but can the Knicks get any more black eye? Than they, they are the worst. They're right there with the, with the Lions. Yes. They're right there. I can't believe Ex I'm Except at least this. they won in 73. I, I cannot believe this is going to come out of my mind. This is one of the few times <laughs> ever. The Knicks, not the way they handled it, but that they are handling it like this, this is right. And I'll tell you why. Because this is a security issue. So we're dealing with coronavirus, mass shootings like you. And, and here's the thing. And people will say, well, if they've always, it's like, well, that doesn't matter. Like, it, there was a point in time where you could just go to the airport without a ticket and go eat and everything else. Like, right. times change. We live in a day and age of viruses and mass shootings, so you need to plus up your security. Follow Madison, protocols. Yes. I mean, Madison Square Garden, I mean, you're a New York guy. Madison yeah. Square Garden is, is one of the greatest venues in the world, and it attracts people who attend and perform. I mean, we're talking about the people that perform, but, I mean, somebody was explaining to me it's, it's the, the people that actually attend performances. Like, if Barbara Streisand does MSG, it's not just the crowd, bro. It's it's the other celebrities in the crowd. Mm -hmm. So this is a place where your security's got to be tight. 
right. And if your policy is, hey, look, man, you can't use the employee interest, but we have a VIP interest, like, bro, you're still a VIP. So, but what's I think changed was, in 28 years for Spike Lee? And, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know the policy. I know from a security standpoint that it is not surprising to me that organizations across the board are changing the way they do security. I mean, it, it is just a fact of life. Yeah. Wherever you are, security may be a little bit tight, whether it's Daytona or even if you're just going to a, like a, a, a high school game. I mean, somebody. It, so yeah. we live in a different world, and, I, and I'm okay with them saying that, but the fact that now after that, the fact that it blew up was just total nicks. Right. Like the way they, the way they the mishandled way, it the was way just they total nicks. They put this, this press release out. Oh. And it's it's basically said for Spike Lee to th- <laughs> it was like it's a joke that Spike Lee is is going at it this way. Well, then they set him up. They like they set him up. Well, Spike. So Spike was saying they were like, "Well, why didn't you leave?" And Spike was like, "I didn't understand." Spike was like, "It was so ridiculous that I I was just waiting to figure out like, wait, what's going on?" So he goes to his seat. Jimmy Dolan goes. They shake hands. Well, they get a shot of it from yeah. like the rafters. The rafters like the they're seats. basically. Like, hey, we got to make this. So the Knicks are just so. They're bad. They're just so. He's bad. He's the worst owner in sports. You complain about Tom I, Goris. I'm going to say this word, you, man. You complain I, about I, Goris, I, don't even think about it. He's not in the same I'm going to use a word I seldom use, and it probably means I'm never going to work for the Knicks or be a broadcaster for the Knicks. They're douchey. Yeah. They're True. just, they're 100% this is my, douchey. This is my childhood team. People make fun of me still for just bringing them up. We have a piece here, and I think it's with Stephen A. Smith. Uh, let's listen to uh, Spike Lee and Stephen A. here. Uh, give you a couple seconds of this. They actually said this they is were, what they it were, says. A Nick were... spokesman said that it was untrue, that it was simply an issue of Lee using the wrong entrance. How is the wrong you entrance if no one tells them to come to the same entrance at for 28 years? Yeah, I just want to make sure that smiling. we have no, that on the No, that's record. a lie. So they made that up. They made, it's garden spin. I, I wasn't shaking his hands. In fact... When he came over me, I didn't get up right away. I, so, I, just, I was so, sitting in my, so when, in, my, in my seat. So when James Dolan came over you, over to you, yeah. what did he say to you exactly and what was uh, your response exactly? He said, Stephen we have to a. talk. I said, talk about what? I said, Mr. Dolan, I've been coming for 28 years. When is somebody, why did not anybody, why do I was not notified? By email? Text? What he say? Phone? He says, now you know. Uh, Let me ask you. Now you know it's too late. Douchey, yeah. Why do you think douchey. that Way you, too a late. passive aggressive customer yeah. and, and the most famous, you know, fan of the Knicks, um, this doesn't happen to Jack Nicholson at Staples, right? With no. 16-time champion. That happened to Drake. You so, go so, down the line. Jimmy Buff in Miami, so, nowhere. So why do you think you gotta they target? You got to ask Mr. Dolan. Why do you you got to ask him. Drake goes on the court, basically, in Toronto. <laughs> Drake is calling plays. Yeah. He's he's coaching with Nick Nurse. Yeah. He's on a staff, I think. Yeah. He's this like, man Nick, is Pascal look a little tired. He Nick, brings the ball up in garbage time. Yeah. <laughs> this man has spent ten million dollars. Dude, their practice facility is literally called the OVO. Like <laughs> Drake is basically like he it's owns fun. that place. It's funny, man. But I just wanted to Knicks. bring it up in case you missed it. I just had to show it to you. And I'm a, like I said, I'm a lifelong Nick fan. The last time they won a championship, I was eleven years old. All right, I'm fifty eight. I'm 58. It's the curse of Marv Albert. When they, yes! got ri- when they got rid of Marv, things went south. Do you know they haven't even invited Marv to like their big anniversary bash? They have not invited Marv. I mean, Mike Breen's an unbelievable broadcaster. He's awesome. But Marv is the GOAT. He is the GOAT, but, but Mike Breen is right there with him now. If you're Adam Silver, you literally have to be like, dude. Who's going to go there? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, first off, Oakley. 
the Oakley incident. He had Oakley arrested. And then, and then the fan you kick out for whatever heckling or whatever yes. he did. No, no, he held up a sign that said, uh, "Sell the team." And now you got. I mean, it's James like, James Dolan is every like yeah. like every movie you've ever seen about a stereotypical rich kid because he's a rich kid. Yeah, right. He didn't build this. He, he's a rich kid. He's a cable magnet. He is every Hand he is like he is a older Billy Madison who never went back to actually get his and get a heart and get his degree. Right. He's like he Stalin. He runs that team like yes. Stalin. He is. Well, a- no, he runs that team like a six-year-old with money. He he Stalin. is every spoiled. <laughs> yeah, he's every spoiled. He's every spoiled kid from every movie you've ever seen about a spoiled kid with money. I can't. I just can't. What was it? The toy Richard Bright? Like James Dolan is the. It was probably the kid that wanted like like the toy, like the black guy. Yeah, That's yeah. it. It's like son, you Jackie have anything Gleason. in this story you want? Jackie Who do you Gleason. want? Yeah. I want him. Oh my God, Richard Pryor. He's the seven-minute abs guy from There's Something About Mary. <laughs> You do the, you say the wrong thing, yeah. you're automatically fired. Unbelievable. No, that's not my idea. Step into my office. You're bleeping fired. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to share that with everyone. By the way, Derek Rose out for two weeks, probably the rest of the season here for the Pistons. If you needed something else to make your stomach hurt if here I were the Knicks, in Detroit, <laughs> I would get T-shirts made that with his face on the front and the quote, "It's my sandbox" on the back. I'd buy so one. Good. It's so good. Reggie Miller is speaking out. Hey man, I mean, him and Reggie Miller. Spike Lee against Reggie Miller. I mean, it was nothing like that. Reggie Miller's like, hey, man, we'll treat you good in Indianapolis. Come on over to the Pacers side. Come on over. What I thought was funny, though, was angry Spike there with Stephen A. Sounded yeah. He was full-on Mars, Mars Blackman mode there. Oh, yeah. He literally sounded like yeah. Mars. I, I, I mean, how could you not want to have Spike Lee Bro, and it's, represent And it's you? trash. Come on, man. 30 years at three, what, at 300? It's like 300 grand a year or something yeah. crazy or, or like whatever. <laughs> trash. Like, bro, you're getting treated look, like trash by trash. He's still uh, wearing his Knicks hat. Did you see that? He's wearing it on national TV. Who else is wearing Knicks stuff? Nobody. He should buy the team. Not even Walt Frazier That's wears like a Knicks crack stuff. dealer turning away his best customer and just going like, you know what, man, I, I just I, I can't deal with you no more. You stink today. Yeah, oh, you man. Get, you're not getting cracked today. No uh, crack for you, I, Spike I, Lee. I just wanted to bring up before we get off basketball, Michigan State comes back from 19 down the other night, knocks off Penn State. That's uh, the biggest comeback in Big Ten. This year, and now they're starting to roll. You know how it goes? It's January, February, March, and then Izzo. But bro, it wasn't Izzo. Even, but it wasn't even the story. That's what's crazy. The Izzo, the, like everybody, man, and, and he said it. Like as a parent, you're a parent. Yeah. I don't. I want my kids coached hard. Yeah. I don't mind that. Neither do I. Um, as long I as want, you're fair. Yes, I don't want my kid touched. Inappropriately, obviously, I don't need my kid demeaned, um, and I understand that. Hey, he obviously. gets in your face. Yes, he, and he sometimes I, demeans you. Listen, good good training should challenge yeah. you. It should push you to train you to make you better. I get it. The fact that at this point people are still running this as a story and making Tom Izzo defend himself is ridiculous. It's horseshit. It really is. And so now every time out, they got a every time out now. There's a ESPN has a dedicated camera on yeah. him. Because they're just waiting to see them. And I mean, I'm just like, man, they just, what, it's a comeback. They came back, they won, and it's not the story. Yeah. I'm like, my The biggest comeback alone. in the Big Ten. And Dan Dockich is waiting there, waiting for, for him to, like, make a mistake. And the man is phenomenal. Tom Izzo, one of the greatest coaches in the game. Always loved the guy. Not a, big, not a Michigan State fan. I'm a Michigan fan. But I love Tom Izzo and that Michigan State basketball team. Well, I'll never forget it as long as I live. And you were sitting right next to me 
uh, <coughs> when he gave the eulogy at Drew Sharp's funeral. Oh, yeah. I mean, was one of the most moving, yeah. unbelievable things I've ever heard Sweet in my life. Man. Brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, and that's a I media mean, guy. He's supposed to hate the media right. guys. How, how can you be this genuine of a person? And yeah. for this guy, those rotten hypocrites in yeah. Bristol, I, I hate that place yeah. with well, every fiber of my soul. How well, they How they pick and choose... Who they want to pick on and who they want to love. It, man, it's... I don't. I don't hate it, man. I hate the day and age that we live in, where we have decided somehow that everything that is aggressive, or hard, or in your face is somehow toxic. Right. That's a good point. And I see people going on, and they're like, "Well, John Beeline didn't have to do that." Well, that's not his personality, man. That's right. why you have everybody's different. different. And that is why, as a parent and as a student athlete, you can decide who you want to go play for. And I tell my kids this: people are like, "Man, you're so hard on your kids." And it's like, "Yeah, well, that's." That's because I'm after a certain type of result. And, you know, if, if if my kids, you know, grow up and they're like, well, my dad was hard on me. and no, no, But whatever. But this idea, man, that, I mean, and look what he did. Look what Cassius did, right? Mentally tough play. Game ceiling and one attacking. And who's right there? Like, that's my dude. Right. It's coach. So it's, it's carrot stick. And it's a coach and a parent's job to understand how to how to manage that dynamic, man. I just wish, I wish to God we would keep we would stop talking about. It. It's almost like being different is is discouraged now. You know, we all want everyone to be the same. Well, we're on the Neanderthals now. Now, if you're not woke, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not, you know what what a certain segment of the world wants you to be. If you're not, you're not enlightened. You're you're a Neanderthal. That's the old way. I mean, it's like, yo, last time I checked, man. Some of this old stuff worked. Absolutely. Hey, the guys of Tom Izzo, Mike Krzyzewski, those kind of guys, they're a dying breed. It's unfortunate. Hey, Massey, you just turned the ball over three straight times. You know what you get, orange slices. Yeah. You get orange slices. Hey, look. You're so pretty. Look at you. I, oh, that's, I, that's Tracy that Morgan. Face. Oh, that's Listen, good. Look at that face. I just want to rub your cheeks. Listen, so my pretty. kids play sports, and my kids complain about their coaches sometimes. And I tell them, your coach is coaching you very fairly. He's trying to teach you the game. You follow his advice. You don't answer him back, and you play hard. That's all he wants you to do is to play to the best of your ability, and there's no bitching about it. Just go out and enjoy the game. I mean, there should be more Tom Izzo's and more Mike Krzyzewski's, Krzyzewski's in basketball and in sports in general. I was, I was a huge Vince Lombardi guy, huge. I know I'm bringing him up. I'm bringing up an old timer. Bill Belichick is not Vince Lombardi. I don't care how many Super Bowls he's won. I really don't. He's not Vince Lombardi. People aren't going to love Bill Belichick like they loved Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi, it came from the heart. You know that, and you knew that as a player because he defended all his players. He was way ahead of of their rights. And if you're gay, or if you're not gay, he didn't give a damn. He didn't care. We're talking about in the 60s here. Way ahead of his time. Tom Izzo, bravo to you. 21-9. and nine. They play Ohio State on Sunday. They're starting to roll. And, and I'd, I'd watch out for Let the me Michigan be clear State. here before Twitter goes crazy. I'm not advocating also the silly toughness and the, and the, fake, the fake toughness of somebody like a DJ Durkin, right, who was a former coach at Maryland, killed a kid sure. out there trying to pre – like, dude. Come on, like you don't you don't risk his health or the Levar Ball bull yeah. crap. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. It, it, so I'm not talking about these extreme crazy yeah. assholes that are just you know that put people in danger. That's not that. But I am all for Tough coaching love. hard, teaching hard, parenting hard, being a being a demanding employer, 
being fair, though, and getting the best out of your people, man. Tom Izzo does that, and I think it's a lot of people, and most of them Michigan fan, because they had John, who John was very polite. I, it's just I'm kind of over this whole, like, you know, but just because you're tough and demanding and, and strong-willed that you're somehow some kind of, like, uh, you know, barbarian or Neanderthal and because you have standards, man. This is ridiculous. It's got to stop. We're all different in this room, and we're all dear friends, and we're all parents, as you've said, and when our kids are all in different phases of their lives. Mine's closer to the beginning. Yours are in the middle. Maz's are close to adulthood. But yeah. we are all in full agreement yeah. on this. We are in full agreement on this. This is Discipline we are unified, is not, we not are bad, unified front. It's not bad. Discipline is not bad. When we come back, we got a little something to show you on A-Rod, everyone's favorite baseball player. Now he is a, the perfect guy. Wait till you hear what he says about the Houston Astros. But first, listen to this from our friends at Jim Reels. This is Jimmy King and Terry Foster of King and Foster, only on NRM Streamcast. Yo! Check out the newest member of Jim Reels' family of dealerships, the all-new Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. During the Start Something New Sales event, lease the 2020 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4, now just $145 a month with zero down. Or lease the 2020 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Bighorn 4x4, now just $199 a month with zero down. For your best deal, it's the all-new Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. And there's nothing more friendly than a great deal from Jim If you or your family is touched by autism, learn more about Freddy's Foundation at hashtag popthetap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Or email freddythepizzaman at gmail.com. Hey, we're Joe and Sarah. From Pop That Culture. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, it is a show where we talk about uh, pop culture. Only the freshest pop culture. Uh Uh-huh, really? Well, I mean, it might be a couple days old. I we don't know. Save a couple dollars. Yeah, you can watch mm. us at noon, and then if you watch us at another time, then that's not so fresh. All right, guys, we'll watch you. No sweat here. Tom Hazaway, Clarence Black, Brendan Sennett back on the wrap. NRM Streamcast. We just told you about Tom Izzo and Michigan State. want to tell you about Alex Rodriguez. And we're all in the middle of this Houston Astros. They're getting booed everywhere they go. I, mean, I was there at spring training, their first away game at Lakeland. The Tiger fans were ready for him. They were ready for him. And you know what? It has not gotten easier for him. Dusty Baker's even saying, man, when is this going to end? I mean, all they hear are boos. So Alex Rodriguez goes on national TV yesterday during their broadcast on ESPN, and he has this to say about the Astros and how they should be ashamed of themselves. One thing that really has upset the fans is you, you cheat – you win a championship, there is no suspension, and then there's no remorse. And the last one, I think, is probably the worst one because people want to mm-hmm. see remorse. They want a real, authentic apology, and they have not received that thus far. I like how they're beating the Red Sox, too. It's 7 1. It's always fun. <laughs> who has made, you know, as many mistakes as anybody on the biggest stage. I served the longest suspension in Major League Baseball history. You know, it cost me well over $35 million. And you know what? I deserved that. And as a result, I came back. I owned it after acting like a buffoon for a long time. I had my apologies. And then I went dark. And I wanted my next move to be contrite. But I also wanted to go out and play good baseball and change my narrative. And the way you change your narrative is you have to be accountable. You've... 
you've earned all this negative talk. You've earned whatever comes your way, including whether it's hit by a pitch or negative press. You have divorced yourself from having the ability to protect yourself. Mm. Who is that guy? Who right. is that? Man, I think that, I think he's taking lessons from J Lo. Oh, is he acting or does he really mean that, bro? Was that Joe that, DiMaggio? For Christ's sake! Is I'm telling you, man. There is something beautiful to maturity. There's something cool about getting older, man. There's just something cool about being able to get older and look back and go, you know what? Yeah, you know. And and again, not to just so survivor moment, right? We all know I was on Survivor. One of the things that I'm asked the most about it or where I get upset about being asked about it is I try and remind people like that sh- that shit didn't happen last year mm-hmm. like you're you're evaluating me on a snapshot of me at 24 19 years ago before I was a parent before I was in the military before I was uh, I mean if you take a snapshot of somebody at 24 years old and and I get it man it's a show it's going to live forever whatever it's I, good it, but I tell people all the time like yeah I would do it again but I would play it as a 42 year old father of four army officer is going to be that is be different so it's so cool to hear him be this version of himself and to have grown in it and be honest and that's what people want man and not and it's funny because the reaction on twitter i don't know if you saw people are like talking about man like this is awesome he's awesome love him like man this is the guy there's also the other side yes it's the other side they don't believe him no but I do. I think everything he said was right on. I mean, that's he admitted it. Stones to yes. do that on a national broadcast. <clears throat> but he's got and, nothing and to lose. It. True, true. He's but, got nothing but, to lose. But in in two thousand five, hey, would you have ever? But, dre- no. We're cheering for the Yankees in two thousand five. Would you ever have dreamed that he would have made that statement? He, he no. has nothing to lose because he's not trying. But he, he has. He's not trying to be something. Right. See, this is the beauty. He's not trying to be anything he's just being honest and that's what he's saying that the Astros are so busy trying to defend 2017 and be and act like this never happened and they so I mean and and if you think about it man that's the stuff that nefarious people do I do something I want to say I'm sorry and then make it go away that's something kids do right well I, I'm sorry I broke I cra- I crashed the car I took your keys when you weren't looking and crashed the car but I'm sorry yeah what? can oh. I have my phone back dad can, oh, I, can well, I go to I tell my kids all the time, oh, you're sorry. Oh, why didn't you just say that earlier? Exactly. That makes everything better. What's bizarro is it's almost like some type of like Frankenstein-esque experiment happened between Derek Jeter and A-Rod because A-Rod now acts like Jeter when Jeter played, and Jeter's a pompous ass (laughs) firing Andre Dawson, firing Tony Perez. But what is Jeter doing? Jeter is trying to be an owner owner and be what he thinks that is. And that's so – I was telling you guys earlier about Mike Tyson, man. One of the things about the Tyson podcast, if you you get a chance to hear it, not that I'm going to promote it, Tyson came out this week, but he gave this emotional – he had this emotional – and what he was trying to say was, man, as I spent so – Many years, I didn't know myself, and I look back, and that guy—he was in the dark the animal. He was a dark, yes, dark person. But he's like, I look back at it, man. I don't ever want to. He's like, I don't ever want to be that. He wouldn't trade where he is. Right. He looks at it, and he's like, amazing. All of it to get him here. Going to be a cannabis millionaire and and selling out his show. Good and, for him. But he has a natural charisma, and and it's, and if you look at Evander, here it is. Evander, who we laud in the ring, is a better fighter. He's a overall, warrior. Better warrior. He's a warrior. Broke. Multiple kids, right. multiple women, but it's, we, and all of a sudden now, Evander hasn't had that second act, and he's looking at Mike, and he's like, "You got this guy bit my ear and all that," but Mike has has figured out first and foremost that if you give people all of who you are, they may enjoy it and they may forgive you. It's unbelievable. A Rod, 
and Tyson are now two of the most beloved athletes. I mean, a cheater <laughs> and, and a right. convicted yes. rapist. A cheater uh, and a biter. And I'm going a little crazy on A-Rod. He's not <clears throat> loved, but at least he's being liked. And that's like the first time in his career since probably he played for the Seattle Mariners because he was liked when he was with the Seattle Mariners. I, I mean, mean he was an up-and-coming player. Yeah. And then he got that huge contract from the Red Sox. Then it kind of, that backfired, went to the Yankees and he wins a World Series. He knocks a ball out of the Red Sox. Publicly, publicly got caught cheating on his wife. Unbelievable. I mean, just yeah. not. He wasn't a good guy. And no. now, hey, it's never too late to turn it around for anybody. That just, that proves it more than anything. I mean, I gave him his props in 2009 when they won because they wouldn't have won without him. But literally, circa 2004 to 2008, the guy couldn't fart right. I know. It's amazing. It's amazing. Ryan Braun, take notes. How about that? Kristen Yelich getting $200 million, by the way, from the Brewers. It looks like that's going to be a done deal. And our next time we talk, the Olympics are on, folks. The 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, but are you going? Would you let your daughter play? If your daughter was a, uh, if she was a runner, no. would you let her play? Would you, I, would you encourage her to go? It's her Olympic dream. Yeah, I'd say yeah. I'd say yeah. Are you going? Yeah, I'm going. All right, I'm going. TV for me, baby. As like Griffin said, TV. <laughs> Mega, it was this Mega's birthday the other day? Happy birthday, Mega! Tell your daughter, Uncle Clarence ain't going. All right, buddy. <laughs> Hey, you're military. You know better than me. Thanks yeah, to Angel. Military mass, too. Angel, Kelsey, and Steven in the back. Thanks to them. Brendan Senate. Thanks, kid. Malice. Call us. <laughs> we'll be there for you. Without Clarence Malice. Black. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for tuning us in. We're doing these shorter shows now. I hope you like it. We're spreading them out a little bit more. Join us right here. Tom Mazaway and the guys on The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. See you later.